Happy Father's Day out there to all the amazing dads. I want to give a special Father's Day shout out to my dad, David Morris. And on this special edition of the View 112 podcast, I bring back my sister, Devin Taylor. And we have a little girl chat over lunch about the influence our dad had on our lives as professional women. Our dad taught us about the value of building strong relationships in the workplace. He taught us about having a strong work ethic, having strong written and verbal communication skills. And finally, at the end, we talk about the pivotal move my dad made, how he invested in his career, and that altered the course of his career just from a little more personal development. Dad, we love you very much. Thank you so much for listening, everyone, and enjoy this Father's Day edition of the View 112 podcast. Read, write, live. Hi, I'm Janita Morris, and this is the View 112 podcast. Here, I think out loud and share my perspective on life, balancing a career, and building a writing business. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Today is Saturday, June 17th, and it's the day before Father's Day, and I'm coming to you with episode 19 and a special Father's Day edition of the View 112 podcast. And so I decided to bring back a guest I've had on before when I did the Mother's Day edition of the View 112 podcast, and that is my sister, Devin Taylor. Say hey. Hey, it's the only time I get a real invite because I don't have any other knowledge except for our parents. Get out of here. That's not nice. <laughs> um, so, to, so the last time that we sat and talked, we um, were talking about our mother's influence uh, as an entrepreneur and how her entrepreneurial ventures inspired us as young women. And um, today we're going to tell you about our dad. In that podcast where we talked about our mom, we did talk about our dad's role slightly um, in that, but we thought for Father's Day, and obviously as a tribute to our dad, we talk a little bit more about him. So um, for me, and just to give you a little background about my dad, my dad worked, oh no, now I don't know, Devin. 30 plus years, let's say that, um, for the National Education Association before he retired, and he is now uh, retired. Um, And I think for me, where we talked about my mom's entrepreneurial pursuits, our dad is the first person, I think, that really talked to us about entrepreneurship. I feel like he was always trying to get us to start our own business, like sell cookies and stuff like that. <laughs> I do you know? Yeah, that. I was going to say, yeah. he wanted us to sell cookies. And Before Annie Ann's was a, a thing. Yeah. We wanted to have a, um, a business selling, what are they called, pretzels and cookies and things like that. Yeah. Um, and then we also, I think during intermittent time periods of my mom's business, there were other things that he would bring up as ideas, like with her quilting and stuff like that. Um, like, if you remember, like, the signature quilts from high school and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, so that. he always is... Um, 
uh, coming up with different ideas and things to, to spark thoughts about entrepreneurship. Um, but the big thing I think, at least for me, and I'd be curious to hear your thoughts about our dad is his work ethic as a business professional. Um, I think he was the, you know, of, of my parents because my mom, uh, dabbled a lot in entrepreneurship. She was, you know, she worked for different employers and all of that. Whereas our dad had a steady job and, uh, you know, worked day in and day out at one employer, um, for the majority of his, his whole career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I remember like the first time we ever got to go to work with someone, it was to the NEA. Um, and we got to meet, um, like his coworkers and we saw his desk and like, he would like give us a tour of the facility and like walk us around. And I think like that was the first time that I was introduced to like when dad says he's going to work, like this what is what are you doing all day? Yeah. <laughs> this is like work when he goes there and he like either took the Metro or drove in and like parked in the garage. And, um, the first thing I would say besides like his desk and the computer and like all his coworkers who would like gush over us was that, um, I knew he must be a well-liked person at work. I feel like everybody from, like, the security guard to, like, any person that we interacted with, like, loved to see him. They'd be like, hey, Dave, what's going on? And, like, he he had a good reputation. Yeah, definitely. I think from that, um, even though you're talking about a good reputation, I think that he really knew that relationship mattered mm-hmm. and in a professional and in, in, I guess any work setting that relationship mattered and because he had those relationships with people um, it was easy to translate I easily translate that into that people matter when you're working so the first thing that I do is um, try to get to know the person before the, the, the physical work or the actual work. Um, and I think that's what I learned from him more than just like, hey, I got to go make some money. Yeah. I, it's funny. I never really thought about the making money part of it, but I definitely, to your point, the relationship piece of it, but how you treat people. And our dad is an amazing person. He's That's not just how he is at work. That's how he is in just yeah, real life. Just period. He's very kind, very thoughtful person and treats other people with respect. He's very well liked. Um, by a lot of like I don't know anyone who doesn't like him actually he's very well liked um, whereas our mom is a little feisty <laughs> and can be confrontational our dad is no nonsense for sure but he is very well liked and very well respected and that's not just you know at home where we saw him or at church and other dealings in the community yeah. but it was cool to see and clear, very clear to see that he carried that same those same characteristics into his professional life. Um, I remember when he retired, we went to his retirement party, and so many people came. Oh, you didn't go? I did go to the retirement party. It was so... It it was touching. Sad is not the right word. It was very touching because so many people were there, and 
it, it was the whole waterworks kind of thing. But the boys were, my kids were very small. And they all knew, like, my children. And it was just weird knowing that, you know, they all talked about each other's families and they like they knew my kids on the first name basis they knew me on the first name basis when I came into the room people recognized me as being a little kid at the company picnic oh yes the company picnic yes like they remember I, I remember when you graduated from high school and it was like dude I'm old yeah yeah, I was. Uh, I don't wonder how long he's been retired now, but uh, I guess about ten years. Well, Justin yeah. was there. Justin was there, but Justin was super tiny. So maybe it's been like eight or nine years since he's retired. But um, yeah, I remember being there, coming from work, and to your point, yes, everyone can tell you your whole life story, almost all of your accomplishments, where you work, all of that. I'm actually named after a coworker. Um, of dads, uh, Miss Janita, and I think she was there, but I've gotten to meet her several times when we would go and uh, if we would go with him to work and stuff like that. Um, uh, yeah, that the NEA is like a very uh, special place. That's where my dad worked. I don't know if we said that, but he worked um, at the National Education Association. He did that for. Uh, we're going to say 30 plus years because we don't know the timeline. Um, one other thing I think that stood out besides a relationship um, that has helped me as a business professional today is definitely about quality of work and like your work ethic. Um, yeah. And I can just recall, especially his, um, his, I don't even know, zero tolerance, I would say, for not turning in, like, <laughs> your best work. Um, and he would, like, proofread, you know, papers that we wrote or, um, like, checking for spelling and grammatical errors and um, all of those things. He, I know his first job, before we get into, like, his second job at the NEA, his first job he was like the person who, like if you were applying for a job at the NEA, he would be the person that would like screen to you, like yeah. uh, how many words you can type per minute and like review your resume and all of that and like recruiting. I don't know all the details, but I know that that's what he did. He, um, my dad is an excellent uh, typer. Um, he was a stenographer and then he, um, he worked in a court and did stenography, but then he got the job at the NEA. And so like how many words you could type per minute back then was like a big deal. And I remember he would get us like typing software for us to learn how to type. And these yeah. were like all basic professional skills that like you needed to know, you needed to like be able to read and write very well. You needed to have amazing um, communication, written and verbal communication, and you needed to know how to type. I remember that. Um, so you remember all these. I do remember those things, but I also remember um, when we would have to go to, um, well, not have to, we got to go to uh, work with him. Like, you had to wear, like, a, a particular outfit. And how I, <laughs> I, don't remember that. I hated to wear, like these coordinated suits because I felt like uh, like I felt like a a grown up like trying to a kid trying to play grown up in this like suit and I remember um, like he would 
critique the outfit. He would sometimes pick the outfits and then critique the outfit. I don't remember that. And yeah, it was. I mean, well, maybe for time, me because I don't mind getting dressed up and whatever. Oh no, I was very much a tomboy. Um, but it was like uh, I have to put on this the way he would say a monkey suit and literally <laughs> I would think this is a monkey suit <laughs> so I remember like education was super important I remember that um, when we got our first computer how we had a typing software he would sit he would sit with me like lots of times with not only um, regular homework but uh, learning how to type and I would just type with two fingers and he would tell me you know these are home row keys and it, 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 like lots of little odds and ends that I felt like my friends didn't have to do yeah okay so next I want to talk about and to me uh, this is probably one of the most inspiring things from a professional standpoint that um, I've learned from our dad and that's about personal development and ongoing education um, and he's been a big advocate for education um, but like I mentioned earlier he his first role at the NEA he from what I understand of it was that person that when you were looking to apply there he would like collect your application and kind of do like your testing and things like that and then one day, and maybe you can add some color, I don't know, but I just know that he started taking computer courses and he learned about web development and HTML mm-hmm. and then um, go. Yeah, so I can't really remember when it was either. I know I was old enough to, I had to be like 12, 13, or 14. Yeah. Uh, in that range. Um, and he kept stressing that uh, continued education was important and how computers were the, the way of the future and we needed to hop on board and then magically a computer arrived and we did all these. Yeah, our first computer <laughs> was a, a gateway computer. <laughs> Um, like him and my mom went to like the gateway store. I don't even think we went, but they went. And I just remember the box came to our house and um, we had a computer. And I remember they were also very big on um, Encarta. That was like the encyclopedia software that we used to use. Hey, that was top of the line back in those days. To do our homework and that we had AOL and, like, there was something about logging into, like, our AOL accounts mm-hmm. and the modem. And you hear that shh. <laughs> well, I was, like, dialing in. So, yes, he was very big on computers of the wave of the future. And um, at that time, we started having these lengthy conversations or discussions. They weren't even conversations because... Um, I, I think at the time they were one-sided, but in the hindsight, it's always 2020. Like your college was not an option. Like we already kind of knew that, but these these were the like down-home conversation. College is not an option, um, even if when when I do go to college, that I need to have another skill on top of that, and um, always trying to work ahead and excel at whatever it is that I um, wanted to do in life. And so 
I think that's when those talks really started happening. Yeah, it was definitely, like, you were going to college. It wasn't a matter of, like, if you were going, it was, like, where are you going, those types of things. But you definitely were going. Um, So, like I said, he um, then one day started, he told us that he was taking computer classes, and I know he was learning about web development. And I don't think in that time I knew exactly what that meant, but... I do know that he then applied for another job at the NEA to be their webmaster, is what it was was called. I don't know if you still call people webmasters today, (laughs) Um, but I know he uh, he applied for a job to be a webmaster and got the position, and I just remember that struck me as amazing of like, here you are in a position that you were not qualified for before. Um, our, our dad does not have a you know a college degree. He entered the workforce um, you know after a short stint at Howard University, um, and then he you know and then I was born shortly thereafter, and he worked in the workforce basically his entire career um, at the NEA, and yeah he took. This. He invested in himself, took these classes, and applied for a position that I would also imagine was a significant income increase as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and I say definitely because I felt like I reaped the benefits of said <laughs> increase. I have no clue what that would be, but I felt like yeah, I was always like, yeah, can we go do this? And it was always, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think from there I learned that, like, there is no obstacle even being unqualified yeah. that can stop you from doing what you want to do. But even after taking the classes, getting the job, um, just being as humble as our dad is, you know, yeah. he's very humble, he not only did those things, but then also made sure that the next generation, me in particular, I could program just the same things he could program. He taught me exactly what he could do. And I, I laugh, I have an IT manager and I'm like, yeah, I can program in HTML. And today that's like, so what? And he, like yeah. a two-year-old can do that. But back then it was the top of the line. It was the, the cutting edge of what was coming out. And he made sure that I could do it. Um, my best friend taught her a couple of lines that um, we were all able to um, continue our education in that way too. Yeah, just again, like there's always a way, an avenue. You always have access to something. If this path doesn't work, then you can educate yourself in other ways. And to your point, acquire a different skill set. Even though you, even though you know you go to college, you can still learn something new. To this day, he's uh, very interested in photography, and he's taken photography lessons. And um, you know, he dibbles and dabbles in like different software. And you know, our parents are getting up there there they're in their 60s and uh they're still very tech savvy um and you know uh use their technology we have a pretty cool father's day gift uh i guess we can't say it because we haven't given it to him yet that we want to give him um along those lines but i would say that just as a professional even now in this space of like having a full-time job aspiring to be a writer hosting a podcast hosting a website Like, I've always had that in me of, like, 
there's always some other side avenue or additional skills you can acquire, something else that you can learn and then turn that in for profit or make you a better professional. And that's definitely something that, uh, you know, our father embodied and showed us by his example. So thank you for that, Dad. Yeah, thanks, Daddy. Um, So we are going to wrap up. We're at lunch right now with um, my sister and her two young boys. So say hi, guys. Hi. Hello. So say who you are. I'm Freeman. I'm Justin. And and Freeman, how old are you? I'm 11. Freeman is 11. And Justin, say hi. 10. I said, okay, they can't see you. He's waving. Um, just uh, and so yes, and Justin's ten, and we are at lunch, so that's why it's a little background noise. My parents are um, arriving in town tomorrow, so we are uh, looking to post this for our Father's Day edition of the View One Twelve podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you next time. Thanks, Devin, for being on one more time to talk about our parents and their influence on us as career professionals today.